Hello, this is Tabernacle of Hope International Church Podcast, the undiluted, powerful Word of God, brought to you by the Senior Pastor, Reverend Emmanuel Atobra. Listen to today's Word and be empowered. Stay tuned. But at the time he was doing what he was doing, little did he know that he was sowing tears. And then you reap tears. In Galatians, the Bible tells us that whatever a man soweth, that is what that man would reap. So it means that we must be very careful with the way we conduct our lives. Nobody will harvest from another man's field. Nobody will do that. Because what you sow ultimately will return back to you. And we also looked at after Esau, we looked at Reuben, the man who was in line for honor, excellency, greatness. But the Bible said he was not stable. Today he's here, tomorrow he's there. You don't know where he belongs. Today he's doing this, tomorrow he's not doing that. Today he's hot, tomorrow he's cold. You cannot define any specific place that you can put him. It's not hot, it's not cold. And the Lord says, if you're not hot and you're not cold, I will spew you out of my mouth. And Reuben, despite all that was available to him, ended up in nothing. Don't end up that's nothing. When there is an opportunity for you to be something. Hallelujah. I want to continue. This morning we heard that oh, I didn't hear it this morning. I heard it around 1.30. Because after the prayer, my phone popped up with an alert. And I looked at it and I saw it. I didn't believe it. I still haven't believed it yet. But if it is true, he's a good soldier. A wounded soldier. Many didn't like him. Many pretended. A prophet is not accepted in his own country. But for many, he was a great man. That is how Jesus also was. Hallelujah. There was a controversy. If you're a man of God, you must erupt some controversy. No, people shouldn't understand you. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So, big bro, fare thee well. Yes, you've done your part. Like you hate you, you've done your part. God will be your judge. Hallelujah. Great. So, today, the title of the message is don't do it and do it it is not the same I'm taking you to an English classroom don't do it and do it they are not the same you have do it do it but there's something there which is don't so don't 
is telling you that this one, we don't do it. But this one, we do it. They are not the same. They are two different things. And if you are able to understand that, you can make it in the Christian life. And you'll be a happy person. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now turn with me to 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. He said, for God has not given us the spirit of, the spirit of, the spirit of, but he has given us something. There is something which has not been given to us. And there is another thing which has been what? Given to us. They are not the same. What has been given to us and what has not been given to us, they are not the same. A child of God, listen to me. God has not given you fear. Fear is a spirit. And Bible says, God has not given you the spirit of fear. Now, if you begin to walk in fear, you need to ask yourself, why should you be afraid? Please read on. But of power and of love and of a sound mind. These are the three things that he has given us in place of fear. To equalize or to destroy fear, God has given us three solid things. It's three against one. In terms of goal or football match, you say it is 3-1. So what God has given us makes us winners. Say amen. Amen. He has given you what? Power. Read it in context. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. So spirit of what? Fear. So fear is what? Fear is what? I'm not the one saying it. It is in the word. Anytime you begin to walk in fear, it is a sign that there's a spirit that is at work. For God has not given. It is not coming from God. So check it and release it and eject it. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. But of power and of love. But he has given us the spirit of what? Power. Power is also what? Power is also what? Yes. A spirit of what? Power. And of what? Love. And of love. Read it. And of love. Love is also what? A spirit. And of a sound mind. And of a mind that is what? A genuine It is what? Working. Your head is working. Sound mind. Not just a mind. The mind is what? Sound. These are things that God has given us. 
the ability to use my mind to do things that brings soundness. Sound mind. Are we here? These are the things that God has given us. No fear. Power. Not just power. He added love to it. The ability to love through the spirit of God. And the ability to have what? A sound mind. So indeed, if you're a child of God, you have these three things working in you. He said, God has given it to us. So it's not something you pray for. It's not something you are going to ask God for. He has given you. Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. You don't ask God for love. He has already given it to you. What you have, you don't ask for. You ask for the thing, it shows that you lack knowledge. If I've given you something, you're coming back to ask for the thing again. It means that you don't know the things that you ought to know. Amen. Good. So let's move on to the next scripture. Second Timothy, again, I mean Timothy, 4 verse 5, chapter 4, 5. Second Timothy, chapter 4, verse 5. But watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Say, watch out in all things. Say, watch out. It means that be a vigilant person. Whatever you are doing, be mindful of it. Take note of what you are doing. Be watchful. Don't just do anything for the sake of it. Do it. Don't do it. They don't mean the same thing. So he says, be watchful. Be watchful. Yes. Endure afflictions. It says there are things that you must what? Endure. Afflictions, yes. Do the work of an evangelist. So Paul was talking to Timothy. He said, you do the work of an evangelist. Yes. Make full proof of thy ministry. Fulfill your ministry. This morning, I am talking to ministry-minded people. Hallelujah. I'm not talking to churchgoers. Sorry, this is not your message. So you are free to get up and go home. I will not be offended because I'm talking to ministry-minded people. People who realize that God has a calling over their lives and they must make sure by the time they exit, they have fulfilled their ministry. Are you here? Are you here? The church has become like a club. But it is not supposed to be it is supposed to be the force of heaven that is moving things on earth here. That will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. So what is happening in heaven must be replicated here. And you and I are the agents to make that possible. So we don't belong to a club or an association. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Endure 
afflictions, endure hardness, endure disgrace, endure embarrassment, endure shame. There are a lot of things that you need to endure on this journey of ministry. Are you here? If you are ministry material and minded, I want to prepare you this morning. Hallelujah. Good. So, 2 Kings chapter 2, from verse 9 to verse 15. So Paul told Timothy, Timothy, make sure nothing stops you from getting to where you have to get to. There are things that will stop you. There are things that will try to break you down. There are things that will try to discourage you. I'm talking to somebody out there. Those of you listening to us on the Facebook and on the, uh, what do you call it? Zoom. Listen. God wants to talk to you. As much as he's talking to those of us in this house. Anybody who is going somewhere would encounter opposition. If you're going nowhere, you are nowhere going. So you won't face any challenge. You will not face any resistance. You will not face any danger. Because you are just at one place. But as you step out, you are exposed to so many things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. But in the midst of everything, God is your protection. And once you are with God, you are a winner. Hallelujah. You are never a loser. Okay. Second Kings chapter 2, verse 9 to 15. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away. Every servant has a reward from his master. Ministry is born out of service. For you to become a master, you must have served. Amen. Anybody who went to apprenticeship Lent under a master. That master was also once a servant. Praise the Lord. So anybody who needs to reach a certain height must understand that the way to it is a service. Jesus said, the greatest amongst you must be what? The one who serves. So the way to greatness is the way to what? Serve as a servant. You don't sit down to be saved. You save and would also be what? Saved. Because you have sown service, so you also report service. Yesterday I was sharing with my pastors that Matthew 25 will practicalize it. There will be a prison ministry. There will be a caring ministry. Jesus said, when I was sick, you didn't come to me. Hallelujah. We'll practicalize it in this church. You must find a place to belong. He said, in that day, I'll say, I don't know you. 
Because when I was hungry, they didn't give me food to eat. So there are people who must feed others. You see, TV Joshua's death, eh? it is not the millions who are watching by television who will feel it too. It is those who have been benefiting from the things that he gives them directly. Pay school fees, give food, support communities. Those people, it's a major blow. Because their destiny helper is no longer there. There are certain things when they happen, eh? I'm telling you, the effect is not now, it is later. When they ask for school fees, and all those who are on scholarship, nobody knows how to meet their needs. So it means that their their savior, their benefactor, has been hit with a blow. And it's the ripple effect. You are watching by television. Tomorrow you can decide to watch. You you may not watch tomorrow. You understand what I'm saying? But those who are direct beneficiaries, it's a major blow. That death is not a joke. You may be crying, but their crying is different from yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are certain things when they happen. The effect of it is not the same across. Amen. My brother and my son. My son, not my brother, you're my son. And Joshua understands what I'm saying. When the mother passed on June 4th, a year, this year, he can tell you the major blow that that thing tells to him. It is not an ordinary blow. It's a major blow. Because now if you have to go to school, the one who is working to get you to go to school, it's not there. You're not confronted with life. So Joshua will come to a cry here. Other times he wouldn't have come. Looking for menial jobs to do. Such people, God will bless you. I'm telling you. He wants to do any job. Carpentry job, security job, anything. So he can go to university. I'm telling you today. But when the mother was alive, he wasn't doing that. So the death of the mother is a major blow. So look, pray for those who are supporting you. Pray for them. Don't wait until they fall sick and then you are crying because you can see that something bad is about to happen. No. There are some blues, eh? <laughs> you cannot recover from it. There are some people when they lost those who were looking after them, they couldn't go to school again. Some people went to early marriage. It was not part of their will. And as soon as they went, not after some time, they came back after two, three children. It was not part of it. It was a rash thing. Is somebody listening? Is somebody listening? Yeah. Don't wait for Satan to take the most important person in your life before you begin to pray. Don't do it. Start doing it now. Hmm? God bless you. Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. He said, I will be taken away from thee. But you have served me. So ask what you want from me. You served. So now it is time for... (laughs) 
me also to reward you. Don't go to a man of God and begin to ask for his anointing. Hmm? No. Go and wash his feet. Bible says Joshua, the son of man who fetched water to wash the hands of what? Moses washed his feet. Serve the man that he can pronounce something on you. It will take effect. Don't say, I, I, I want it. You cannot get it like that too. Because he also didn't get it like that. When this young man was talking about, oh, when God had called me, if I did not respond, what would have been the end of it? You know, when I was sitting and saying, I said, I owe it to the man I saved. I owe it to Reverend, Honorable Reverend Akotu. He's the one I saved. And he said, let us go to the Legon Gardens and go and pray. And taught me how to do deliverance. And the spirit came over me. And God anointed me finally for the work. Hallelujah. So if I have any thanks, no, I give it to him. For giving me the opportunity to serve him. I've told you, when they tell you to do something, eh, that is the day you were blessed. And the day you walked away, that is the way you walked away from your destiny. I'm telling you today, and many are far away from their destiny. They have no idea. Who wasted time? In service, there is greatness. As you say, tomorrow you are in next in line. And God will take you to places where you yourself, by your own means, Bishop Dak has always said it. All the greatness due him is because of service to God. He would have been in Mampuri Polyclinic Room 1 or Room 2, consulting this thing. Which president will come to him? Which head of state will pick you from the tarmac? But because of Jesus. But because of Jesus. But because of Jesus. Let me tell you something. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less when you can settle for a greater pile of it. Yes. Don't settle for less. Because of Jesus, he can travel here and presidents, this thing, a president, especially John Muhammad, was came to him. He said, what kind of honor do I have? He said, what honor do I deserve? How do I deserve this honor? A president coming to him. Do you know you cannot tell any president to kneel down? But a minister of God can say, kneel down. I want to pray for you. Yes. So in serving God, he makes you great. I'm telling you. So Jesus said, the greatest amongst you... <laughs> Is the one who does what? Says. Don't run away from work. And don't say it is for somebody else. If you know what is attached to it, you will not do that. 
years ago, I was at a working place somewhere. I'll mention the place. And they put me in Zongo. Because every five o'clock, I'll pick my bag. I'm going home. And I'm going to church. I put God first. So all the good things I will not be given. Give me a car. They give me a rickety car. The car is making us chan, chan, chan. It's completely Thanos. But God was watching me. And then they gave me some people who they claim are troublesome. My immediate reaction was that if these people are troublesome, why are you assigning them to me? You are running away from trouble, but you are giving me the trouble. That was my immediate reaction. But something also told me that you can handle them. The grace of God is available. You can handle them. So in that office where I sat, Everybody was avoiding in bracket trouble. Meanwhile, it was a blessing in court. So these people come and leave their card with me. And I'll care for them at the back of my mind. I, they say they are dangerous, so, so handle them well. And then they awarded contracts. And they didn't have money. And yet, those who brought me those cards, when they passed through my office, I said, look, I can connect you to this investor who is outside this country. And you'll be able to pay for that which will give you their contract. They said, really? I said, yes. They told some people, oh, I became their friends. Connected them. They did, oh, Ghana here, you don't know your country. We want foreigners more than our own to succeed. So I hooked them. Got their contract. Of course, you come and say, thank you. Later, when those who put me in Zungu got to know that I was not in Zungu, but I was in heaven. Oh, it was working. Serious, it was more than serious. <laughs> I was seeing dollars because the contract was in dollars and they were throwing it before me like this. 2013, I'll never forget. 2012, 2013, yeah, I'll never forget. Hey, 2000, you were born in 2007, yes, 2006, 2007. It was flowing like this. Wow. Wow. When they go, because it, all of them, when they come, no, we are going to see Atubra. And you're wondering, what are they seeing Atubra about? Agona Sochai. It's oh, Atubra. You know, my, the information we leak by office. Atubra, he helped us this thing. Uh, so, how did he do it? The next time they were awarding the contract, they said, hey, if come here, come and sit down here. We ourselves will find you somebody. If you don't agree, we'll not give you the contract. By that time, God had opened another door. I jumped out of it. I was gone. Some of you look, you are praying to God, asking God for something. But the way to wait is name. To save. 
in whatever capacity they put you, be nice to people. You see, when you are nice to people, they have good memories about you. They don't have bad memories about you. If you treat people anyhow, they live with a certain mindset about you. And you'll never know. You say, you're nasty. You will be surprised. The person who opened the door for you is the person that you've been nasty to. You see somebody today, you're looking at the persons today, you don't know the person has the future. <laughs> Are you here? Yes. Go ahead. And Elisha said, and Elisha I pray said, thee, let I, a double portion. He said, I want a double what? Portion. Wow. Of, of thy spirit be upon me. You see, I like the spirit of Elisha and I like the spirit of Elijah. Elijah was not competitive. Me, what I don't have, you are asking me to give you. What kind of nonsense is that? I don't have that thing. You're asking me to give that to you. I can't you ask even for something like this? Oh, baby, dear. Oh, baby, And I me me See, wow. You see, what you have asked for is what? A difficult thing. But a difficult thing is not an impossible thing. Everybody here understands something is difficult, but it's not what? Impossible. There's a difference between the two. It is difficult, but it is not impossible. And there are ways to get difficult things. There are ways in getting difficult things. There are ways in getting what? Difficult things. Amen. So what did he tell him? And he said, and he said, thou hast asked a hard thing. Yes. Nevertheless, nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, if you focus on me, yes, it shall be so unto you. It shall be so unto you. But if not, but if not, it shall not be so. Amen. Amen. So it is difficult. It is hard, but you can get it. But it will depend on you. It doesn't depend on me. It depends on what you to succeed. Or to fail, it depends on you. To be able to rise beyond your limits or any other limit, it depends on you. It doesn't depend on anybody. Don't look at someone and say, you are the reason why I'm not rising. You're not rising because of yourself. Some of you are envious of people. How can you rise when envy is in your heart? somebody here it depends on you it depends on you tell somebody it depends on you <laughs> he said don't focus on me and, and, and want to make me a problem if there's any problem it's yourself understand that today from today stop making people your problems I'm telling you it depends on you if you're able to Look at me. See me. You cannot be asleep. You cannot be casual. 
You have to be serious. You have to be determined. You have to make up your mind. I got to get this thing by all means available to me. If it's in the midnight, I'll get it. If it's at dawn, I'll get it. If I have to stay awake, I'll get it. If I have to walk 100 miles, I'll get it. Because I need it. It depends on. The conditions will not always be easy for you. The conditions will always not be right for you. There must be effort. There must be hard work. There must be determination. I'm telling you. Yesterday, I called Asha and I told him, come and listen. Rich people, they don't sleep eight hours. You sleep less than that. You cannot sleep a third of your life and expect to do it. I'm telling you, eight hours. Eight hours. What time will you wake up and pray? What time will you wake up and organize yourself? Paul says, a little sleep, a little folding of the hands, and poverty shall come over you. Go and read Proverbs chapter 6. Sleep is tied to poverty. Stop sleeping. All of us sleep. But manage your sleep. You can use that time to do something profitable. I told you, 1.30, I was awake. This morning, I'm in church. If I said I'm sleeping from 1.30 or 2 o'clock, let's say 2 o'clock, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So if it's 10 o'clock, then I'll wake up. At that time, people are already doing business. Somebody is making some sales here. Somebody is contacting some business there. Somebody is hitting some jackpot. You are still asleep. Then when you wake up, you say, hallelujah be to God. This is a good day. I can breathe in and breathe out. Everybody breathes in, including the animals. But they don't pay light bills. Hallelujah. A lot of things, it depends on you. Many of us are running away from the things that we should confront and deal with because we want to blame others for our failures. My brother, my sister, it will help you. It will not help you at all. Wake up and face reality. If you really want to succeed, you want to fulfill your ministry. Destiny is upon you. Hallelujah. And you are in time to make a difference. There's somebody here. It depends on you. But you can't lie. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. As they still went on. As they still did what? Went on. They were still walking. And talked. And they were talking. That behold. That behold. There appeared a chariot of fire. Wow. And horses of fire. Yes. And parted them both asunder. And separated the two of them. And Elijah, Elijah went up by a whirlwind. Elijah went up. Yes. 
by a whirlwind into heaven. Yes. And Elisha saw it. And Elisha did what? Elisha did what? He didn't run away. Give me way me who be do. He was focused. And he saw it because the condition is that he must what? See. The condition is that if you can do what? See. And all he needed to do was what? See. So he was doing what? See. A prophet, your eyes is to do what? See. Your greatest weapon as a prophet is what? To see. Yeah. In those days, they call them seer. Because every time you they see. Hallelujah. It depends on what you are seeing. Amen. It depends on what you are seeing. Please read on. And Elisha saw it. And Elisha saw it. And cried. And cried. My father, my father. My father, my father. The chariots of Israel. And so the in ministry, you have fathers. You must understand that. I said in ministry, you have a father. So if they ask you who is your father in ministry, you cannot say it's an insult. Because you cannot just get up and become a minister. You must learn to do what? Serve. Peter, who is your father? Jesus Christ. John, who is your father? Jesus Christ. Eh? But what says even Paul, when he was saved, it was Barnabas. Son of encouragement who took him to Arabia, set him apart and taught him the word. That is his father. Bible says you have many teachers, but only have one father. Learn to recognize your fathers and give them respect. Give them respect. That's why I told you that when he was talking. I said, I owe it to the man who gave me the opportunity. And the Lord told me, he's your father. Treat him as your father in ministry. Have I not told you before? Yes, whether he's in the ministry or not, he's your father. Give him the respect that is due him. Tomorrow, you also be respected. If you disrespect somebody who is supposed to be your father, and some have become disrespectful, they say all manner of things. It will go against them. Because the Bible says, honor thy father. It's not just talking about your biological father. Are we here? Are you here? Say, my father, my father. When did he become his father? Paul will call Timothy. Timothy, my what? My son. And yet we know Timothy had a Greek father. True or false? But he said, you are my son in what? Ministry, I've become your father. I fathered you. <laughs> oh, are you here? It's a good word. Oh. It's a good word. It's a good word. It's a good word. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> this week, I heard that my father was sick. I'm not talking about okay, Atubra. Father in ministry. So, I said, Francis, that is equal. Let us organize. 
How much are you giving? And he mentioned that one. I said, oh, God bless you. As if it was coming to me. <laughs> Amen. Father. Father. Who is your father? Amen. Say, my father, my father. Yes, go ahead. My father, my father. Yes. The chariots of Israel. The chariots of Israel. And the horsemen thereof. And the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes. And he took hold of his own clothes. And rent them in two pieces. And rent them into piece, two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah. He took up also the mantle of Elijah. That fell from him. Yes. And went back. And went back. And stood by the bank of Jordan. Yes. And he took, and he took the mantle of Elijah. And now he's holding the mantle of what? Elijah. That fell from him and smote. That fell from him. The mantle and, he was looking for. And smote the waters. And said. All Elijah left for, Elijah left for him was a mantle. A piece of cloth that he used. A piece of cloth. But it's not an ordinary thing. A supernatural power released to that mantle. Amen. In those days when my spiritual father calls me and says, Emmanuel, take this shirt away. I'm so happy. Yes. I feel privileged. You see how big he is. Yet I enjoy wearing it. I've always enjoyed wearing big dresses. Eh? Eh? Yes. <laughs> Oversized. I'm inside like that. <laughs> is it my problem? It's your problem. Just mind your business now. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can make things simple for yourself and be happy. I'm telling you. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Go ahead. And he took the mantle of Elijah. It was just a mantle he took. That mantle is what to do the double. The man who is going carried that mantle and he did just a percentage of that thing. But he's asking for double. Now, as he was walking with this guy, it means that Elisha was looking for something. So when the time came, he said, what shall I do for you? He didn't hesitate at all. He didn't say, master, let me go and come back and come and tell you. There was nothing like that. He said, give me a double portion of your anointing. Straight ahead. You see, if you are looking for something, then when the time comes, when the question is posed, no. You will not say I'm coming. You will never say I'm coming. You have the answer ready. The plan is there. We only need to find a way of what? Implementing the things on the plan. You know, say, so oh, I'm not coming to think. Oh, let us, uh, Pastor Jerry, what should you think? I have this offer coming to me. What shall I do with it? God bless you. Are you here? He said, give me a double portion. He didn't say, give me your anointing. Because all that you have done, I've seen it. But 
I want something fresh. I want something new. I want to see something new in this mantle. <laughs> you get it? Eh? So I want what? One double. Go ahead. And and he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him yes. and smote the waters. And smote the waters. And said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Yes. And when he also had smitten the waters, when he smote the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. First miracle. Straight away. Eh? The first, the last miracle of Elijah was the first miracle of Elijah. Where Elijah ended, that is where Elijah started from. Get some understanding. That is why he will do better. Because where he closed his page, that is where he opened his page. Because they had to smite the same water before they crossed. When they got to the Jordan, when they go to this, they go to that. And then when they go to the river, he smote it. And it was Elijah who did it at that time. But now he's coming. Elijah is not with him. He's alone. But he's not alone. He's having what? A mantle. <laughs> the anointing is working. Oh, the anointing is working. No fear so. So he says, where is the God of Elijah? The God of Elijah, where are you? Me, I don't know you yet. It's my master's God. So I'm coming in the name of my master. Where's the God of Elijah? And then he smoothed the thing. And then they said, wow. (laughs) It is working. Elijah's God is real. Now, he's also me. My God, from now, I am walking in anointing. But he didn't take it on a silver platter. He said, and after service, he said, this is what is due you. So anybody who is serving, you have a reward. I've been telling you, you cannot serve in vain. As you serve, God will bless you. So serve and serve well. Mm. Serve and serve well. Are you here? Good. Read. And and when the sons of the prophets now the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him. When they saw him, they said, They said the spirit of Elijah doth rest. The spirit of what? Elijah. Doth rest on Elijah. They can see the spirit of Elijah. This is the spirit of Elijah. This is the manifestations of the power that we are, we can see associated with Elijah's ministry. Now we are also seeing it manifesting in the life of what? Benin was serving a lady called Catherine Coleman. And even though the lady died, the anointing came onto Catherine Coleman, Benin. He said, You cannot save without a transference. The Bible says the Lord told 
Moses. Moses, take the anointing which is on you and put it on what? Joshua. The anointing which is on you, take it and put it on what? Joshua. Anybody who is anointed is able to transfer the anointing. You can transfer it. Even I know that even witches, when they're about to die, they're looking for successes. Who can do more than they have done? On what we three are. You know, on very six. Yes. So they advance in their wickedness. So when a witch dies and you are against that witch, you know, don't be too happy. Because this is success. Oh, hear me, hear me good. There is what? A successor. Only a more dangerous, you know. You don't know. Then you don't know what I mean. They will tell you they don't know. They are spoken gown. Ole, ole. Are you here? Oh, are you still here? All right. Please go on. The spirit of Elijah. The spirit of that Elijah. Rest on Elisha. That rest on Elijah. And they came to meet him. So I prayed with this young boy. Hallelujah. In years to come, you see, he walk in my anointing. Because I prayed for him. When Hannah brought Samuel to Eli, Eli's ministry was already fading. God was not even talking to Eli. God was no longer talking to Eli. So Eli was just living by grace. So when Hannah came into the temple and even when he was praying, he couldn't discern. He said, woman, you are drunk. He said, oh, man of God, how can I be drunk? Amen. But he still had a, a word of what? Blessing. He said, me, the request that you have come to ask God for, may he grant it to you. And that was all Hannah needed. And she got it. Come And she came and dedicated the child and left the child there. When he left the child there, Eli's children were also there in that household. But God would come to Samuel and God would not like what Eli's children were doing. Eli, your children are misbehaving. You're not doing anything. Eli, your children are misbehaving. You don't do anything. Finally, he sent somebody. He said, look, he's God. Whatever he wants to do, let him do it. Mm. How can you talk to God like that? 
Then God started talking to Samuel. He said, hey, God has passed me and he's talking to you. Eh? I swear, if you don't tell me what, <laughs> I'll suck you. I'll take you back to your mother. Tell me. How come God will bypass and go to a small boy somewhere? Don't do it and do it. They're not the same. This is an experienced man of God. But will not put his house in order. Will not put his children in order. Give them leeway. You can do whatever you want to do. And when God prompted him, he said, you are God. Whatever you want to do, do it. And surely God did it. In one day, all the three of them died. His two sons and Eli himself. They died. And when they were going to give birth to an unborn child too, that also died. Ichabod. The lady died, sorry. And the child was called Ichabod. The glory is departed. Listen. Don't live a life without glory. Don't live a life without glory. Don't live a life <laughs> when the glory of God is not on you. Don't live that kind of life. Please, read for me. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground ah, before yeah, him. Bowing before him. Levels have changed you. A servant now is a master. Whether you like it or not, you have to recognize him as a master because he's carrying something which is not ordinary. Eh? Eh. We don't risk. Uh, someone says we don't reverence the chair. We reverence the person. Because that's what the chair will always be there. Now, so in the midst of this, Elisha started a flamboyant ministry. A very unique ministry. Very powerful. Where his master ended, that is where he started. And it was visible. Oh, Elisha's, Elijah's anointing, his spirit is on Elisha. <laughs> Was visible. Anointing is visible. Tell someone anointing is visible. Anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anointing is visible. You can see anointing. You can see it. <laughs> okay. So, Elijah was doing very well, and he also had a servant. But Elisha operated in a very unique way. Elisha uses Gehazi to communicate whatever he wants to say. He was there inside, but you will not come out. 
He said, go and tell this person this. Go and tell this person that. Go and tell this person this. That is the way he was operating. His style was different. He was a the man who was quick of anger. I've told you, if you live with a man of God, or you, you must be careful. Because a man of God is a dangerous man. I heard it from Bishop Oedipo. An anointed man is a dangerous man. Anybody who has the power to do something is a dangerous person. Because he carries power. And don't take the person for granted. But there was a servant in the life of Elisha called Gehazi. Gehazi. As I'm talking to ministry-minded people. Though. I'm talking to those who want to do ministry work. And serve God. Gehazi. Now, let us read. Let us read about Gehazi. 2 Kings 4, 12 to 14. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 12 to 14. And he said to Gehazi, Gehazi, his servants, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. You have been serving us. You have been meeting our needs when we come here. You cook for us. You give us a place to sleep. You've done so many good things. How can we reward your kindness? You must always understand that when somebody does kindness to you, it is time for you to reward it. 21 years ago, I went to 37. This same pastor of mine that I'm talking to as my father came to pray for me. After 21 years, I have also gone there to pray for him. I have also gone there to pray for him. 37, 37. 37. Yes. One good thing deserves what? Another. Honestly, I nearly missed the opportunity. Just my wife who pushed me into it. I have to go, I have to go. Sometimes you can appear to be busy. You're not busy. Listen to me. Sometimes you can appear to be what? Busy, but you are not busy. You can make time. And do things that are what? Important. Because several years ago, maybe that person also found a reason to do that thing for you. But now you are saying you are busy. When the opportunity came, you are busy. Meaning that he was not busy. He was idle. When you hear, after 21 years, time I've gone. One, two, three. Sah. <laughs> I have to go back to the same hospital. No other hospital. 37 to 37. <laughs> that prayer was a debt. I have to go and pay. Yes, if somebody is good to you, Bible says, if you return evil for good, no, evil will never depart from your house. It is the Bible. So that was the time 
had to end there. It was not just calling Francis. Can we raise money? No. Physically, hold his hand. Pray for him. Charge him. In the spirit. <laughs> yes, the time will come. Read. What is to be done for thee? What should be done for you? Will this thou be spoken for to the king? I can speak to the uh, president, yes. Or to the captain of the host? Yes. And she answered, and she answered I dwell among my own people. I am a big woman here. Say, here, this place. I am a big woman. I don't need anybody's assistance. Yes. And he said, what then is to be done for her? He said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Gehazi answered, verily, she you has see, no child. Elijah is sharing ideas with what? It tells you that no matter how anointed you are, you don't have all the answers. You don't have the answers. Don't pretend, though. Don't pretend. I'm telling you. No matter how anointed you are, you still don't have all the answers. How come? He couldn't notice in that house that there was no child. But Gehazi could. I was asking her, what can we do for her? Yes. Verily, she has no child. Said, Verily, she has no child. And her husband is old. And the husband too. And he said, call her. He said, call her. And when he had called her, yeah. she stood in the door. She stood in the door. And he said, about this season, according to the time a married of wife, life, woman, you cannot enter a man's room. So she stood in the door. Listen carefully. Married women, I'm talking to you. Amen. You cannot go into another man's room. She stood in the doorway. The door was open and she stood here. She didn't enter. Yes. And he said, The Bible is full of lessons. So. Lessons in Guam. The Bible is working. Yes. And he said, yeah. About this season. About this season. According to the time of life. According to the time of life. Thou shalt embrace a son. So you shall embrace, not a daughter, a son specific. And she said, Nay, my Lord. She said, No, 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 Master. Thou man of God, do not lie unto thy handmaid. Have funny, funny men of God coming here. Oh, didn't mean we are no more so and crazy. And you do, I like the way you are with me. Please don't spoil the relationship, man of God. Let's be the way we are, okay. Yes. And the woman conceived. But the woman conceived. And bear a son. That, that is a man of God's word. Eh? Whether you have faith to believe it or not, what can what can be? And the woman conceived. Period. The husband was old though. But power came in the through the word. And the woman conceived. And the woman, and the woman 
conceived. This man is a dangerous man. <laughs> you cannot take his word for you cannot joke around with him. Hmm? So Gehazi was doing well in the ministry. He was beginning to become sensitive. Say sensitive. He could see needs and identify them. He was a good support assistant. What his master could not see, you know, he was able to see it. He was advising, giving good advice. It was through his advice that the man of God made that pronouncement. Hallelujah. So Gehazi is a good assistant. At least to this point. Amen. Now, let's move on. Let's move on. To 2 Kings chapter 5, 20. 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 8. 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 20. Verse 20. But Gehazi, but Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the what? So once this guy was a servant, it means that he was in line to become a master after Elisha. Say successor. successor. There was a succession plan. There was a succession plan. But let us look at what happened. Go ahead. The servant of Elisha, the man of God. The servant of Elisha, the man of God. Said, <laughs> behold, my master has spared Naaman the Syrian. Ah. Say familiarity. Breeds content. Because God is using him as a good assistant. Pride, say pride. Arrogance. Disobedience, disrespect. Has entered into him. Now he's finding fault with his master. Is somebody here? Pastor, me, I don't like to preach you. Pastor, me, I don't like this. Me, I don't like that. Me, I don't like this. Me, I don't like that. Hmm. Eh. <laughs> you should have done this this way. You should have done it that way. Sir. Wow. Are you here? Familiarity is leading to contempt, disrespect, arrogance, pride. Now, when his master tells him to do something, he's finding fault with it. Hey! Hey! You are now marking me. But he's forgotten his master is a dangerous man. Go ahead. Behold, my master has spared Naaman the Syrian. He said, why are they? Spared. Why are they? So, was this to punish Naaman? Was he to punish Naaman? Or see, he has not spared. And God said, he didn't know. Ah! 
Ni master ya kwa siapa. Jonas Tribekaza we chimia kasanga sana. This morning when we are coming <laughs> on radio eh this man is it Udru? the man of god Udru. was in Ghana one of our problems genie 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 okay let's say seven times obi no can say they should say amen <laughs> i said we don't say amen here they say we are genie we say amen He said, Amen. So, Bosema Jesus, so Bosema Jesus, what are you clapping? Oh, yeah, Jimmy, the other one. Oh, see, my master has spent. Ah, what with Jimmy? The man brought himself. He was messing around here, making noise. I won't do it. I won't do this. And he has gone and he's come. The thing is working now. He has brought. Ah, I'm sure that maybe that time too, they had great need in other place. It's not every gift that you accept. I've told my pastors, so. I told them, it's not every gift. I believe in gifts. I believe in blessings. God bless you. Yeah, but it's not everything you take. When someone decides to bless you of his own volition, take it. But if we pray for you, and you say, take this money, well, if you take it, that's your problem. Because you can never know what you are taking. And I've told you, don't take it. If you take it, you have your own problem. You understand me? If you decide to say, oh, we are blessing the ministry. We are, uh, oh, you guys, I want to bless you. I don't have a problem. But after I pray for you, they say, Pastor, get. It's as if you're paying for the prayer. That's the way I understand it. And you quantified it. Okay, me more 500. Me more 1,000. Me more 200. Me more 50 cities. <laughs> yes, me more 5 cities. <laughs> No, 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 Wonders. None will be a mediocre. Small, small, small midgets. Amen. Amen. Good. Yes. Has spared Naaman the Syrian ah. in not receiving at his hands yes. that which he brought. Yes. But as the Lord liveth, look at that. I will run. I will run after him. Run after him. And take some words of him. And I'll take. I will take it, extortion. Man of God. Members of Christ's body. 
servants of God. Be very careful of greed. Because you may sacrifice your unction, your anointing on the altar of greed. There are three things that can bring a man down. Women, money, and a fame or applause. Three things. To bring you down. Bam. You try to rise up, you can't rise up. Because they have targeted you for a long time. And you didn't realize it. You were looking for something. You didn't realize it. And you keep in just like that. <laughs> yes. So Gehazi followed after Naaman. So he followed after Naaman. And when Naaman saw him running after him, yes. he lighted down from the chariots to meet him yes. and said, It's yes. all well. Is it well? And he said, All is well. It's all is well. My master has sent me. Listen, listen, the dynamics has changed. The master has not sent him. So that's a lie. It's a lie. Anybody who practices a lie is open up for Satan to use. Because in John 8 44, the Bible says Satan is the father of liars. You can lie. Human beings can believe you. Because some of us, we like to be deceived. And we like to be told things that we want to hear. And we don't like the truth. So you can be lied to. All of your life, you can be lied to. You can be lied to. And the person who speaks the truth, you will not like the person. There are people like that. They hate those who speak the truth to them with passion. And they love to afford those who lie to them. Upside down. You're walking with your head down. Your leg is up. You're not walking with your leg. You're walking with your head down. Cannot see. The position is to be on your leg. That's why you can't see. And often than not, they believe that those who can see cannot see. When they're walking their head down. They say, My master, my master has not said anything. He could not go in his name because he doesn't have a name. He doesn't have a name. Is the name Elisha that is making the difference? Who are you, Gehazi? You are not there yet. Eh? Somebody told somebody you are incompetent, and the person said you have not yet been a president. You cannot say I am. When you get there, you know how it is. Yes. It's easy to see from afar and say, this is the problem. This is how to solve it. Now, when you have it, let us see how you handle it. Practical. Is somebody here? Read. 
My master has sent me, saying, Behold, even now, there become to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons. Of the sons of the prophets. Give them. It's a spirit. Don't practice it. The guy is practicing lies. Naaman will believe it and give him their things, but it is still a lie. A lie told 10 years ago is still a lie. 20 years is still a lie. And it is a sin. And it's not confessed, it is still against you. You do things that you deny. And you find a way to cover it. Bible says anybody who covers his sin will not prosper. You don't know why you're not prospering. And you're looking at other people as your fault. Accusing people. Lying about people. Getting into people's confidence. Making them to believe that there's a problem somewhere. It's for a season. Yes, go ahead. From Mount Ephraim, two young men of the sons of the prophets. Give them, I pray thee, a talent of silver and two changes of garments. And Naaman said, be content. Take two talents. Take it. And he urged him. This is what you're looking for. Eh? Take it. And bound two talents. Be content. Of- eh? Take it. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you're looking for. Men who will take you to bed and give you some small something. This is what you want. You can have it. You don't want God's blessings. You don't want God's blessings. You want to leave this kind of life. Go ahead. Take it. You're a man. All you're doing is to lie to ladies. When you know very well you don't have good intentions for them. And yet you're lying to them. I'll marry you. You know you'll not marry the person. Go ahead. Be content. This is what you want. You can have it. Yes. And he urged him and bound two talents of silver in two bags Mm. and two changes of garments Mm. and laid them upon two of his servants Mm. and they bare them before him. Mm. And when he came to the tower, Mm. he took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house. And he let the men go and they departed. But he went in. He went in. And stood before his master. And stood before where? He stood where? He stood where? So he came back to where? His master. The master who didn't send him home. And whose name he has gone to use for that purpose. Go ahead. And Elisha said unto him. Elisha said unto him, Whence cometh thou, Gehazi? Where are you coming from, Gehazi? And he said, And he said, Thy servant went no whither. Thy servant went where? This guy is a prof, uh, what? A, a, a practicing liar. You can see very soon you will not be in the ministry. I'm telling you. If you are like that, Repent. Every word of you is punctuated with a lie. They call you a pathological liar. You lie through your teeth. And as you are lying, you are smiling and everybody will believe you. 
you are a record liar. Amen. Go ahead. And he said unto him. And he said unto him. Went not my heart with thee. Did I not go with you when you went? When the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee. Yes. Is it a time to receive money? You don't understand timing. You don't understand what timing is. So when I understand timing and I say no, no. You think I'm a fool. You don't understand what I know. Go ahead. Is it a time to receive money? Is it a time to receive money? And to receive garments. And to receive garments. And olive yards. That means a time will come when you can receive garments. A time will come that you can receive what? But this is not what? The time. Yahazi, I know what I am doing now. But I know certainly that this is not the time. You have gone ahead. Gone ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know how to walk in step with God. Eh? And I've told you, whatever we do in this house is spiritual. Even our announcements. Announcements is bringing breakthrough to people. People are getting their lovers through a, a Zoom and services that we are holding here. And they are connecting. And pastor is confirming it. And God is bringing this. Oh my goodness. You sit down and joke here. And joke here. And be planning your own life. Be planning your own life. It's not allowing God to plan it for you. There are testimonies I'll share, but not now. Eh? Through just the medium that we are using. It is working. This year, this is it's a year of what? From Sunday to today, some people are laughing. They are laughing. Pa, 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 telling you. <laughs> they can't sleep. They <laughs> wake up and say, what? Is it true? Is it true? We have not seen God so close like this before. What? How can pastor confirm such a thing like that? Meanwhile, we have not told him anything. Is it true? Is it true? Wow. I say, pastor, this one, we have never seen God so close. That is the lady. Then the man. I say, pastor, this one, it is more than serious. <laughs> Announcement here. I told you, don't be casual. Oh. Don't be casual. You come and sit down. Bleh. Like the way the young man was talking. When the spirit touched him, oh, he has seen that it was not himself. There was something that was dealing with him. Young man. Uh, God bless you. Your testimony. Ah, why? Is he paying you to clap your hands? You don't have a testimony. Somebody has a testimony. You don't want to clap. They pay you. They pay you, eh? Okay, let's run up. Yes, let's let's run up. And to receive garments, 
and olive yards and vineyards yes. and sheep and oxen yes. and men servants and maid servants. Yes. The leprosy therefore of Naaman the shall leprosy. listen. Look at that. The two talents and the cloth that he went for no, represented leprosy. So all that you were doing, you know, is this what you are looking for? Is that all you could get? Leprosy. And I keep telling you, when you are dealing with God, the closer you come, the more dangerous it is. Look, if this guy were walking some way and had no business with Elisha, no, no leprosy. No leprosy. Proximity. Don't take it for granted. Closeness. Don't take it for granted. It can cost you. Very much. So yes. The leprosy therefore of Naaman. The leprosy therefore of Naaman. Shall cleave unto thee. I transfer it to you. And unto thy seed. Not just you. Your children's children. And this is somebody, oh, the most painful thing is this is somebody who must be aiming for something higher than shirts, trousers, and few coins. Look at the man of God. Look at the anointing on him. Look at the blessings that are coming to him. It means that when you start walking in it, you you too, you can attract it. They brought that thing to him. He said, I don't want it. The man could even reject it. You say he's a fool. Sometimes some of you, you say, I'm a fool. Continue saying it. We will see the real fool. When the time comes, we will see who is really the fool. Let us go to the next scripture. I pray that all of us will fulfill the purpose of our calling. I'm talking to ministry people. Yes. Let's go to the last scripture. The man has cursed his servant straight away. Just cursed him. He should have known that Elijah, Elisha, no. He doesn't take nonsense. He was there when Elijah cursed some children. They say, Elisha, Tabebe, mean that Elisha motorway. <laughs> and he called this thing from the bush. Hey, bear, come deal with these guys. And he walked on. He didn't even care. Whether they are Mr. Who's child or Madam Who's, ever know. Eh? Neymar was making all those noise and tantrums. He didn't even mind him. Eh, let him make the noise. As long as he doesn't make it in mind, yes, it's okay. Let him. Let him. He didn't care. Eh? I like the attitude. It's not every noise that must be attended to. You understand me? Yes. You must know what to pay attention to and what to ignore. 
It shouldn't get your attention. Good. Now, 2 Kings 13, 20. Today I wanted to talk about Gehazi, Judas, Samson, and Solomon. But as it is now, time has never been my friend. And I've never been short of way. I've only been short of time. I'll end here so that next week, if the grace of the Lord allows it, and Jesus has not come, we'll continue. Are we here? Yes, so 2 Kings 13, 20. 2 Kings 13, 20. That's the last one. And Elisha died. And Elisha without transferring the anointing to anybody. He died. There was nobody to receive it. It's tragedy. Eh? Sometimes you must exercise what I call control. See control. It was in the power of Elijah to do what he did. But he could have mitigated it. By controlling his anger. Because now there's nobody who can succeed him. With all that power, he was going to die. And nobody will walk in his footsteps. Nobody should come after you. It's a tragedy. Nobody should succeed you. It's a tragedy. The fact that you have power, you're a man of God, does not mean that you must move and as you walk, nobody is there to walk in your footsteps. Somebody must also receive a triple of your anointing. Learn to find space to forgive people. Learn, learn it, learn it. Learn it. I say learn to forgive. Learn it. So Elisha, you know, one fancy El Gazino, it has created a problem. There is nobody after Elisha. Nobody. Nobody. So power was in the grave. But that power. Should have been working with somebody else for the good of mankind. So after Elisha, it was only one person who had a miracle. It is said that Elisha did, is it 12 miracles? Elijah did eight miracles or so. And Elijah, Elisha doubled it. At this time, there was nobody. Because the person who was there, the person was imperfect. And Elijah didn't have patience for the person. And finished him completely. I said, he did what? 
Tell somebody, learn to be patient. Learn to be tolerant. In your anger. Be merciful. You see, the character of Elijah, Elijah was, he was a hot-tempered person. Or you're hot, Angazangaza. Who crossing over Munayim? He will not miss your life. He will break it. But should you break everybody's legs? Who else can also rise in your place? Somebody must rise up in your place and do mightier than you have done. It must not end with you. It must not end with you. You don't have a testimony. Church, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, that was not a good ending. Please read it and let's close. And Elisha died. And Elisha died. And they buried him. And they buried him. And the bands of the Moabites invaded the land at the coming in of the year. And it came to pass as they were burying a man. As they were burying a man. That behold, behold, they spied a band of men. They spied, they saw some people coming. And they cast the man into the living and the dead. This person should go. We are not going to stand here for these people to come and kill us. (laughs) Hey, cops. You are dead. <laughs> two. They did not find any tomb apart from Elisha's tomb. And at that material time, the tomb was also open. There was no stone there. So they just, they are coming. Home. Let's say the person is called Okra Kujo. Okra Kujo. But we cannot die for you or follow you. Then they threw him away. And then he when Okara Kodo landed, Bible says, on the bone, say bone, power in the man's bone. So, Okara Kodo just got up and started following them. <laughs> you can see. Hey, Okara Kodo. <laughs> We thought we were leaving you here. <laughs> Okra could you follow them into their house with the grave clothes. Wait for me. Wait for me. We can't wait for you. We can't wait for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. The man was dead, but there was still what? Power in the bones. Not transfer. Read. They cast the man into the sepulchre of El- Elisha, yes. and when the and when the man was let down yes. and touched the bones of Elisha, he touched where? Eh? Bones, 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 and bones and also see the cremation, cremation, cremation has never raised the dead. <laughs> but I can see bulls in the Bible raising the dead. Yes. He revived. He did what? He revived. And stood up on his feet. And he stood up. 
and stood up on his feet. But Hazel, king of Syria. Okay, so that's the end of the story. And he stood up on his feet. I'm sure he didn't just stand there, he also ran home. <laughs> Do something, be under control. You, are, you can be so powerful, but you must exercise self what? Control. The ability to control the power. The power is not to destroy. It is supposed to build. You may be very dangerous. It is true. Because whatever comes out of your mouth will carry weight. But how many people do you want to destroy? With that power. Are we here? Are we here? That power is just like the power that parents have. You misbehave. Your mother says that, look, we will. There must be a successor. Somebody will come after you. And also do mighty things. And then we'll say that the spirit of Elisha doth the spirit of so and so is on this person. So every time they say it, the spirit of Catherine Coleman is on Lady Him. Whether he would like it or not. It will be said about him. At least somebody will have to work in that anointing. Somebody will have to work in that calling. Fulfill your ministry. Do whatever it takes to take that mantle. Don't leave it. A man's gift will bring him before eh? Eh? before great men and it's the same gift that will open what? doors what you are looking for today may be tied to the service that you render do it and do it well amen I said, do it and do what? Yes. One day, too soon, you'll be telling a story. You'll gather people. Thousands of people. And you'll not be telling them how life was so difficult and life has rendered you useless. You'll be telling them that life was difficult, but you managed. And so you can encourage them that they can even do better than you have done. Amen. I am talking to people who want to do ministry work. There is an anointing before you. There is a great unction before you. In those days, 
when I was following Pastor Kutu to Legon Gardens, I never knew anything about anything called anointing. And yet, before I met him, I could pray for people and they would fall under the power. Because we used to pray. But that was the level I knew. That was just the level I knew. By 2013, I entered into another level. And I realized that God can use a man. And when he opens his mouth, it's as if God himself is talking. If I never took that chance, and I am glad to see this, so the man tells me, of all the people I have raised, you are the only one who is looking after me. I am happy. I am happy. Many were there before I came. None of them. So God wants you can be a pioneer. You can go through something that others have not gone through. But at the end of the day, there is something that God will give you. Save. And serve the Lord with all your heart. I pray for people and I don't have any doubt that God will answer. It has nothing to do with me. I know it has nothing to do with me. I am just chosen to open my mouth to speak so that I would answer. That is all. Yes. Driving all the way from Morocco to Tema. Not with a good car. Many times the car will break down. God was watching. God was watching. God was watching. There were times that some members who even buy me a tie. Buy us a tie. Because the car tie broke in the night. When we were supposed to be going home. When there was no more. In those days, that place was a dangerous place. The car was spoiled there. You are coming from ministry. You have an accident on the motorway. And God is watching you. And all that time, you know, he's just dealing with you. You don't know what the anointing is. He's just dealing with you. Go and minister the word. Go and preach the word. Let me see your faithfulness. And then one day, Big surprise. I said, What? How can I be wearing tie and my feet tucking somewhere? This is Ajay. Ajay. Uh-uh. Oh, I see. So this is the anointing. Then I tune into a radio. I heard Bishop Dark say that, Oh, 
I sat by somebody and my feet touched the person. The person started screaming. And I realized that, ah, but it is an ordinary issue. So what is the problem? Power. God has empowered you. There's nothing showing anything. It's just flesh. But the excellency of the power is within this earthenware vessel that the glory will be given to God. And I have seen things that I have not seen. From the age 50, 49, 50, I have seen a lot of things. So I know this God is real. I know God is real. Very real. Yesterday we were having a meeting and the place was a bit dark for me. I don't know. I just put my head down. I lifted my eyes. The place was so bright. And I said, wow, there's light here. There's light here. And all the pastors were on the ground screaming. His presence has come into the place. Visibly. Broad daylight. (laughs) God's presence has come into the place. We're having just a meeting. Pastors. His presence. And so he brought us here. Oh, give glory to God. <laughs> I don't know what made God's presence come like that. There is light here. There is light here. Oh, the place is bright. All of a sudden, power. Come down. I was not calling for anything. I was just stating what was going on. The pastors are witnesses. This God is a real God in this household. If you come here and you're ordinary, you will not experience him. If you come here and you are casual, you will not see him. If you come here with a mindset, you will not see him. But if you come here with a hunger and a thirst to know God, you meet him here. And you will show himself freely, freely to you. You know the God in the pages of the Bible is... Thank you for staying tuned into today's podcast. We hope you were blessed with today's message. You can fellowship with us, Tabernacle of Hope International, Toi at Lashibi Celebrity Heights, behind MF's Estates. For prayer, counseling, or further inquiries on this ministration, contact us on 0204-448800 or 0556-2752. Worship with us on Sundays from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Wednesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Stay blessed and stay in the atmosphere of the word. One Tohi, one happy family.